It is Friday, June 26th. I'm AJ Grimaldo, and you're listening to the Island Fish Podcast. Another fun edition of the Island Fish Podcast. As always, I am your host, AJ Grimaldo, and today I have two of my favorite people in the world as my guests. As always, we got Chris Abair in the house, and joining him today is one of my radio buddies, Chanel Albert. I welcome you both to the podcast, but before we dive in and do the introductions, you know I got some cheap plugging to do. So make sure you check out theislandfish.com. Brings you straight to our Podomatic page where you can download, stream, and listen to the Island Fish to all your heart's content. And if you'd like, support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash islandfishpodcast. There we have a whole bunch of cool tiers. And if you want to donate, that's fine. Definitely go there. Um, or if you go to theislandfish.com, uh, we have a PayPal button on our Podomatic page. Just click that and you can donate any amount you want. You can find me on all the social media. I'm on Instagram at islandfishaj, or if you want to follow just the website, islandfishpodcast. Um, on Twitter, at islandfishaj, or at theislandfish. Also on Facebook, facebook.com slash theislandfish. And if you haven't heard... We have a wonderful, wonderful merch store with a bunch of cool items on there. Uh, that's teespring.com slash store slash the dash island dash fish dash podcast. And starting today, hopefully, if not tomorrow, whenever you're listening to this, we're going to have a brand new shirt. Our Kings Raising Kings shirt will be available uh, from here until maybe a couple weeks after uh, the 4th of July. Uh, we're going to have that as kind of like our 4th of July sale. And also, look out, we are now adding uh, the logo uh, hoodie. So if you want our logo as a hoodie, that will now be available as well. And if all of these links are just too confusing to you, you can go to our link tree. It's linktr.ee slash islandfish, and it has all these links there. Uh, kind of like your one-stop for Island Fish Media. Alrighty, with that out of the way, let's jump right into the podcast. Uh, Chris, this is Chanel. Chanel, this is Chris. Hello. Hey, Chris. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, too. Chris, we're talking about chocolate anuses. <laughs> you know, I saw those the other day, and I almost posted it in the group, that I forgot about it. <laughs> so, like uh, a pack you can get? Five pack, uh, according to this website, even better. So when we were in college, my buddy Ethan uh, signed Chanel up on their mailing list <laughs> and said that uh, she was interested in being a model <laughs> for that. <laughs> but yeah, she had. <laughs> we they signed her up for it, and they emailed her as like. Oh, thank you for inquiring. We haven't really thought about it. Well, we're not interested in time, but thanks for uh, emailing us about it. This is a thank you. <laughs> right? And then Courtney chimed in on uh, the chat up there and was saying that apparently there's vagina chocolates now, too. It makes sense. Oh, my God. Oh, I want to I read you what they, they say about it on their, uh, on their website. <laughs> So this is from EdibleAnus.com about us. A long, long time ago, the Edible Anus first saw the light of day in 2006 when the London artist Magnus Irving made a range of them in the multicolored chocolate to present in an exhibition. It was an ensuing show that he met and formed a partnership with Mr. Ridsama, a tall man of Dutch descent. That explains it. Since then, the two of them have been working together to make a range of products available today. Initially, Mr. Irvin tried to cast his own anus with messy and disastrous results. Cast his own anus? Yes. All right. While explaining his failure to a chance acquaintance at a bus stop, he was gift, uh, gratified to find that his fellow bus passenger was willing to allow him to cast her anus. 
the job was done over <laughs> just over a half an hour later that afternoon all subsequent anuses have been based on this casting <laughs> it, is, it is a matter of interest that the person who kindly donated her services has no idea that her anus has now gone global wow <laughs> that's quite the origin story i mean like a, i just like the terminology like i really like how they call it casting well that sounds better than trying to mold an anus <laughs> Let me sculpt your anus. <laughs> yeah. Take me like one of your French anuses. <laughs> oh, man. Diecast anus. All right. <laughs> no. And I, I just learned today that now there's the vagina anuses or the vagina chocolates. I mean, they have chocolate dicks. It's only fair they have chocolate vaginas. Yeah, that's true. Cast your own anus. And did you know, Chris, that you can cast your own anus with a cast your own <laughs> anus kit for 10 pounds? Or that of a friend. <laughs> <laughs> with comprehensive instruction and supporting videos, you'll be casting your secret center in no time. <laughs> what? Oh, my God. I, for I forgot just how weird this was. Of course, it's from England. <laughs> <laughs> yeah from from any country it would be from obviously it's england you can get a solid bronze limited edition anus ah, germany was a close second for me or japan yeah i feel like this is right up japan's alley <laughs> somebody, yeah. had a, somebody had a theory that countries that lost a world war have the most like depraved sex stuff and if you think about it germany japan <laughs> <laughs> they're just weird stuff just so happens they were against us. In I'm not saying it's. It's just kind of funny that I think country lost a world war just gets into some weird, weird stuff. <laughs> <laughs> they got to pass that time somehow. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're into like tentacle porn, all that shit. <laughs> oh, shit. They like the weird stuff. Do it for your uh, Island Fish reviews. That's what I was telling her a little earlier. It's like, I kind of want to buy one of these <laughs> for, uh, for the review show. Please do. So the, <laughs> so the description on the, on the Amazon page is edible anus milk built in chocolate gift rude gay naughty anal novelty, novelty sweets. <laughs> okay. That's oh, a nice name. <laughs> AJ, did you tell him the whole story? I did, but I don't think you were... I think you might have dropped out for a minute. I missed that part. Like I said before, Chris, like our buddy Ethan uh, signed her up during college. And <laughs> was like, I am interested in becoming a model for your chocolate anuses. And then they emailed her back. And <laughs> what did they say? Uh, they said something along the lines of like, wow, we've never considered having like a new model for chocolate anuses. Like, we'll let you know if we reconsider. And then after that, I got all the chocolate anus spam mail <laughs> for years. What kind of spam mail do you get from the chocolate anus company? Just like, you know how they'll give you updates on like promotions or... Yeah, I got save twenty percent off your next chocolate anus order. Yeah, you know what? I got they all should, that. should get them to be a sponsor of the podcast. Please do. And like, apparently, it's like a pyramid scheme, so they're always like trying to get sellers and resellers and stuff. So, yeah. oh, like those, uh, like those pyramid schemes those uh, kids used to go to high school with do now. It's yes. like oh. Just hit up so like and so those, the stuff. All those like stay at home moms that have had like ten kids and they're like <laughs> fat and ugly and have nothing better to do and they just try to get you into their pyramid schemes. It's like, oh try these drinks, it'll make you lose ten pounds in a month or whatever it is, or ten pounds in a week. Yeah. None of it ever works. No, of course not. Or they try to sell makeup. <laughs> yes. I hate all those people. It's like, hey hon, do you wanna join my Avon Etsy, get fat, works, whatever. 
The worst part is they'll message you before acting like they're your friend until they oh, try yeah. to reel you in. Like, I remember when we, I was still in college, like, all the girls pretty much were getting into that it's work. Like, oh, my God, get it's work. You can get so much fat. Here's my raps. And it's just like, you know you're getting scammed, right? Yep. My yeah, mom's these, like all these patches now they're wearing too that like supposed to give you energy or something like that but they're like terrible for your heart and people are like actually having heart problems because of all these patches they're sticking on their body for no reason that and the essential oils too like they swear by them it's like this essential oil can cure covid you have to ingest it it's like no 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 that doesn't sound right they really pry on those people that really want to like start their own businesses are kind of down on luck looking to make a, a quick buck. And it's usually the stay at home moms or the military mom or wives that really don't have anything to do. Yep. It is real predatory. That's how they get you, man. Better call Chris Hansen so he can catch a predator. Boo. I'll see myself out. <laughs> I love your own podcast. Wouldn't be the first time someone tried taking it over. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. <laughs> It's not my fault you <laughs> left because you got angry. I don't remember what it even was, Chanel, but we were recording an episode and I just, I got so angry because it just was not going well. I, I know just, what it was because you kept trying to do your intro and we kept talking over oh it. Well, Aaron <laughs> kept talking over it. And then finally he just got angry and left, but he didn't take Craig out of the chat. So we just went rogue and recorded our own episode. And I don't know what happened <laughs> to it. That's mean. <laughs> Like he left. for a good 30 minutes tried to get this intro down and since then i've done the intro and post most time well because <laughs> people kept popping in popping out popping in and saying hi when they didn't realize he was trying to do it so he'd have to take it from the top <laughs> like you said now he's learned to just say hey this is where the intro goes and we start it's a lot easier i think those hey, are the it's best all ones. about finding different strategies that work as you go yeah now when you were still in school was your what part did you like about the radio aspect? Like, I know for me, I enjoyed more of the production side of it. Yeah, I enjoyed more of the on-air work side of it. I like doing the the four-hour on-air shows. Like, I liked reading the newscasts at the top of the hour and then reading, like, the weather at the 30 or the weather at the 20 and the 40 and then the hotline at the 30 and just kind of going through the motions of like having an on on air show. I liked that. And then you kind of got me interested into the production work because I struggled with it at first for a while and you kind of like helped me through it. And after I got the hang of it, I started to enjoy it more. I feel like it went like this. Like I was just kind of fooling around like in the production studio and then I'd help Tater and then Ethan and Ashton would come in and then we got you in and then we're all just kind of like, okay, we can all do this. Put our <laughs> minds together. <laughs> Sometimes it was hard to come up with like new creative ideas for spots. I'm pretty sure all my creativity went to that and I don't have any left. <laughs> Chris can attest to that. <laughs> it's been getting better. <laughs> <laughs> we've had some well, interesting show ideas with new ideas hey those brackets saved your whole march episodes like i was struggling for content and i, I forget if it might have been you chris he was like let's do march madness i'm like hell yeah that's easy content for a whole I mean, month to be fair it's all from new day because on the new day podcast they did uh like top tv shows of all time they broke it down into four different criteria so we kind of took that idea and then we ended up doing like what three that month or something like that we did nicktoons we did tv think, shows we, oh yeah, we did a whole nickelodeon a whole there was one that how i met your mother one best show ever which is the lost episode because of aaron and then the second time what was it the one i thought it won again or was it a different one no, a different show one because everybody voted against us because they were angry because we rigged it. So I met your mother for the first time. I think in total we recorded like six or seven. 
And one we couldn't air because Aaron just his audio in that was just terrible. And the other ones I've been saving for a rainy day, like I did a couple weeks ago uh, when the protests and stuff started. I just didn't feel like recording. So I just threw an old episode on. So I got a couple things in the back burner. How long have you been uh, having this podcast going on? On and off for about three or four years. I want to say I started what I call season one back my junior year in, at Hudson. Yeah. Um, myself. I don't know if you remember Devin Temple, uh, Jesse Larkin. Yep. Um, Kale and sometimes Ethan. Uh, we go into the on-air studio after dark uh, when no one was in there and we record episodes there. So I did that up until I think I graduated. Then I took like a couple years hiatus, came back for a couple episodes, took another hiatus. And then I think last October I came back and I've been doing it straight ever since. Awesome. I remember when you started it, but I didn't realize that you had it continuing for this long. So stop. I can understand that you, you must run low on content sometimes, and it must be hard to come up with new creative ideas. For me, when I'm by myself doing it, it's very hard. I feel like just listening to when I edit this, I do better when I play off people, when I have yeah. someone else to banter off of. I'm doing them by myself. I can do it, but it's definitely not going to be one of my best episodes. And yeah. I really struggled with that really hard towards the end of what I call the first season. Uh, and it got to the point where I just didn't want to do it anymore. And it went away for a while. But then it came back. I forget how it, why I came back. I don't know if I was just like, oh, I want to do another podcast again. I think. <laughs> didn't, well, was it you busted your ankle? No, I think it was before that or after that. It's definitely after that. I think you and I were talking or something like you and Aaron were talking like, oh, you should do your podcast again. Well, you were talking about it and are like, yeah, we'll do it with you. And then we just started hijacking the podcast. <laughs> it's definitely fun. Like uh, sometimes I just shake my head when we go off the rails. Uh, like I had to cut a lot of stuff uh, <laughs> for the episode I edited today. Um, <laughs> a lot about my brother and one of our other friends got on the subject of fucking school shootings. I'm like, no, 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 we're not airing that. <laughs> it's to the point now I know when the edits are coming so that I'll just throw out some awful stuff because it's not going to make air anyway. <laughs> it's like, nope, that's not making the cutting room floor. I try not to do it when I know there's something good going on, but the minute one of them screw up, I'm like, all right, here's my chance while this block is gone because I want to try to make his job easier. So I'll wait till I know, okay, this part's definitely going. <laughs> <laughs> well, then they were throwing out names of people they thought were could have been school shooters. I'm like, even I know you can't do that. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> That's we have wrong. fun here. <laughs> <laughs> and then there was one night I forget. I, I felt really bad because it would have been a really good episode. Um, we were talking. Well, they were talking about. I think we were playing Uno because you can play Uno online if you didn't know, which is fucking awesome. But they were talking about like their kinks and shit, and like <laughs> it was so fucking awful. That's but the was podcast we should have had. Uh, it was it was such good content. I'm so sad I didn't have it recording. Oh man, you didn't have that shit on on record. No, and then, uh, there's another one that was pretty funny. I don't. You, I, I'm assuming you haven't listened to any of them. No, I haven't. Shame on you. No, I'm joking. Um, there's some good ones in there. Um, if you get a chance to go back and listen to some of them, I will. I really enjoyed the one I did with uh, Ethan and uh, Albie a couple months ago. That was a fun one. And then, again, our March Madness ones that Chris and I have done with the other guys, they're really fun, too. Nice. What are your topics usually about? Do they range from all sorts of different things, or do you generally stay on, like, like specific topics? Or <laughs> No, not at all. We can go in with a couple, like, highlights that we want to talk about. Um, but for the most part... In the beginning, um, it was kind of just free for all. 
recently we've gotten a little better. We kind of pick themes and stuff, and now we kind of make it so we're a little coherent. I mean, there's always going to be times where we go off the wall. Uh, but for the most part, it was a Wild West when we first started. <laughs> also, uh, AJ, um, really don't have anything to do with that. But they, uh, you know how we were all sad that we were not going to get those uh, exclusive Comic-Con pops this year? Yeah. They're doing San Diego Comic-Con at home. So oh, Funko geez. is going to do pop vinyls specific to retailers. It's just going to be online only. You know those little... Funko Pop Chanel, like the little, I guess they're like little figures. Uh, no, I have no idea what you're talking about. So they, there's a company called Funko. They make these things called Funko Pops or like little, not like action figures, but they're like collectibles. Um, and like they have them for like, uh, Batman, Dragon Ball Z, Parks and Rec, uh, X-Files, any, pretty much anything in pop culture, they have them. And one of the highlights of usually our summer is when they do like all these Comic-Con convention stuff, they'll release like exclusive stuff. And Chris and I, we will waste insane amount of money on these things. Not insane. <laughs> I think the most I spent one day on them was like probably what? A hundred, hundred, hundred point. Well, no, just in one day. Pretty sure you spent more than that. I mean, probably when, Allie went with us like between the two of us we've got that much but I think for just what I spent I think the most I've probably bought in one day was like eight maybe <laughs> so 15 bucks a pop it's a little over 100 but yeah Chanel I have like 230 ish of them really give or take <laughs> do you have any Parks and Rec ones I have zero Parks and Rec ones I have the first series of Friends ones, most of the Power Ranger ones, a good chunk of Game of Thrones, uh, a lot of wrestling ones, a couple sports ones, all the Packers ones, Rick and Morty. I have a pretty wide collection. A lot of Walking Dead, but I don't display those anymore because now I hate the show. Uh, <laughs> but the good ones are ones that like, are exclusive because I have a... Did you watch Game of Thrones at all? No, I wasn't a Game of Thrones fan. Yeah, there's a two-pack of Colin Khaleesi. That's a box lunch exclusive that I think I got as a present. It was like $60. I think it's worth like 300 now, give or take. That's the only one I really have that's, I think, worth much of anything. What made you not like the show? Walking Dead? Yeah. Uh, it just got so dumb. Like, they spend entire episodes on characters I didn't care about. So then I'm just like, all right, I guess I don't need to watch this one. And then I'm like, huh, I guess I just don't miss it. So I stopped watching. Yeah. I do what AJ does with shows. Like, I'll not watch it for a couple weeks. And if I don't miss it, then I just don't watch it ever again. Yeah, I wish I did that more. I'm one of those people <laughs> that, like, once I start a show, I have to finish it. Because, like, I've already invested my time into it. So I just have to, like, get it done with. Once Upon a Time was the one that really made me go with the AJ method because I, <laughs> I, oh, really, I really liked the first two seasons of it. And then they went to Neverland and it was just every episode then just walking through a forest. And I'm like, all right, uh, I'm going to take a week off. And then I just stopped watching it. Yeah. You know which show I really did like and got into recently? I finished it, um, was Ozark. I've heard That's a lot on, of good things about it. Is that on HBO or am I thinking of something else? It's on um, Netflix. It's on Netflix. On Netflix. I think my mom's watching it, her and my brother. It's so good. It's almost like a Breaking Bad type of show, but instead of like drug dealing, it's more about money laundering. Doesn't the guy like buy a strip club or something like that? After yeah. his wife cheats on him? Yeah. Okay. That's all that's, I know about the show. The so I'm like, all right, I got to watch it at some point. <laughs> yeah, there's a whole lot more to the premise, but. <laughs> well, I, think there, the I think there's more brother to it. Killed. What's that? Is that the one where the wife has like her brother, like mentally ill, has him killed? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's definitely the one like my brother has been watching. Oh my God, dude, if you start it from the beginning, it is so good. Like you get hooked on it right away from episode one. I'll have to 
I'm in my uh, rewatch for Doctor Who right now, so that's kind of all I've been watching. But I'll definitely add that to my list. I've been rewatching Weeds. Oh, that's another good show. Yeah, it's so old, but it's really good. I like to rewatch it every now and again. Chris and I do what we call our it almost becomes like a bi yearly thing. We do a rewatch of How I Met Your Mother. That's pretty much okay. yearly. <laughs> I, I go, I watch it a lot up until like season eight. And then I just kind of like do an episode every once in a while because that's when it started going downhill for me. Yeah, I can never get into that show. I don't know if there's something I'm missing about it. it, it it's got to be you because it's a fantastic <laughs> show. <laughs> but there, I mean, to be fair, though, nobody likes that show more than me and AJ. <laughs> I just I don't know, man. I can't get into it. I've tried. I've really tried, but I can't. Like we love the show so much, you know, when tattoos places open we're probably getting matching tattoos wow. yellow umbrella and blue french horns <laughs> that's our our dedication the only show that i'm that passionate about is always sunny in philadelphia another good show yeah you and I, had, I... Um, I had this artist that i met on the always sunny in philadelphia fan page group on facebook and I asked him to paint me a picture of Danny DeVito, and he did. And it's <laughs> it's Danny DeVito as Frank. That's awesome. And it's the episode where he's wearing the wrestling ringlet. Oh, the trash the man. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, shit. I think my favorite, though, is the fucking rum ham episode. Oh, my God. The Jersey Shore episode. <laughs> the, the gang takes jersey shore <laughs> i gotta i gotta rewatch that again it's been a while i love the I gotta, musical episode too i have to watch it the first time i mean i've heard it's really good but there's i think I you'd like it Chris. Time, i just have a hard time watching new shows like i don't know i like rewatching the same shows over and over again as opposed to watching new shows yeah. Do you like comedies or do you typically like dramas or like what's oh, your kind of definitely your genre? comedies? Because like I'm yeah. almost through watching Big Bang Theory all the way through. Then once I'm in that one, AJ, <laughs> I, I hate that show. I, I hate it with a burning passion. Big Bang Theory is kind of like the modern day Seinfeld. See, I don't like that show either. I didn't like Seinfeld, but I, I like this one. And once I've done that, I'll probably rewatch Friends again. And then I'll watch How I Met Your Mother again. It's it's like the same three shows I just watch all the time. Wow, yeah. I definitely have different tastes in shows than you guys. <laughs> I just have a like... I like sitcoms better than pretty much anything. They keep my like, attention better. Like comedies or like drama. Now, Chanel, have you watched Letterkenny at all? No, I haven't. Yes. Oh, you, you have to. If What's you like comedies, uh, basically, it's about this uh, bunch of hicks and a bunch of skids. Um, more like emo type kids. Yeah, skids are like emos. Like, and there's the hicks, which are like, uh, like good old boys wearing like flannel like farmers and stuff. Rednecks. Rednecks, yeah. And it, it's kind of like trailer park boys, but not. Like okay. it's kind of same-ish. The one part of is leaving out, it's all based in Canada. So they're all in Ontario. So they all okay. have like Canadian dialect and You know I'm basically in Canada right now, right? Where I live. I knew that, but I don't think he did. <laughs> so, well, I assume she I'll, lives somewhere near Maine. I'll give you a brief history of where I live right now. So I live in Madawaska, Maine, which is four hours north of Bangor, Maine. Jesus. So to give you any idea of where that is, it's one of the four corners of the United States on the Canadian border. So, so I'm Canadian. Well, I know Bangor is like five hours away. So you're like nine hours away from us, essentially. Yeah. I was just going to say, you thought Bangor was a long trip, Chris, trying to go to where she lives. It certainly is. Did that yeah, it'd be like a twice. nine or ten hour trip just to get up here to Canada land. Jeez Louise. I mean, we're only like an hour away from Canada. 
Not too, too bad, eh? What part? Like, we're, like, from my house to Montreal, or from my house to the border is, like, 45 minutes. And then to bad. Montreal is, like, another... It's, like, anywhere between an hour and a half and two hours from here to Montreal, so it's pretty easy to go to, like, shows up there and hockey games and whatnot. Yep. We have the border, like, right, right in our town, so... It takes like a minute to cross over, but we're at Edmonston, New Brunswick. That's our, our area. Okay. In near Quebec. Good fishing's in Quebec. Damn, good yeah. fishing in Quebec. But seriously, if you if you have the time, definitely give Letterkenny a, a watch. You won't be disappointed. I also, will. if you have Hulu, that helps. It sounds like a show I would like. I like Trailer Park Boys too. I tried getting into that um i've seen a couple episodes and i think maybe the first season here and there uh but i just that was one of those shows i just it didn't really hold my attention yeah i tried i watched like three four episodes and i'm like i just i just don't get it <laughs> I, I i gave it a shot it's just it nothing it, i couldn't stick with it you didn't get it eh no way no no way no way. Oh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Do you joke shame me? Joke shame you all I want. So, you know that Alicia Keys song, No One? Yeah. All right. Chris, you tell the story. <laughs> okay, oh, so good. at work, there's like a like a podium till that we get loans from to give to the registers. Well, there's one in our cash office that we use to fill that one. And I took out all the dollars from the one in the cash office to put it in the one on the front end. So I was bringing by AJ and I'm like, you know what? My till in the cash office is a lot like an Alicia Keys song. I have no ones, no ones, no ones. <laughs> I thought it was great. He looked at me with utter disgust. <laughs> He's like, just leave. <laughs> I, I heard that song today at work and I started laughing <laughs> to myself like an idiot. I think that's a pretty good one. See, thank you. That's the kind of support I need. AJ, take notes. <laughs> I would have laughed. He tried so hard not to, but <laughs> it was good. But I, I just I have to no sell it. It's just part of our part of our gig. <laughs> oh my god! And there was one during Christmas. Oh, if you heard the song, uh, "Hey Santa," it goes like, "Hey Santa, Hey Santa." Uh, but we were playing Fortnite at the time. And I don't know what we're talking about. I think they had, I, I don't know if you play Fortnite at all or have seen people play Fortnite. Yeah, I have. But I think they had just recently added fish. Uh, okay. So I was like, hey, Santa. And he just fucking loses it. <laughs> I just didn't see it going. I wasn't, I wasn't ready. We, we just come up with stupid puns and it's fun. That's punny. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know if I touched upon it, but um, Chris, I met Chanel at school. You've probably gathered that from the conversation. I'm going to put that together. Um, and Chanel, I've known Chris pretty much since I've been alive. Uh, we grew up together, um, lived in the same area. Now we work together. He's my bestie. Awesome. As the kids would say. BFF. Yeah, we've pretty much grown to be BFFs over the years. Aww. From just my cousin's friend to... Because <laughs> he was, like, best friends with my second cousin growing up. Because for some reason, he thought we didn't like him. And then found out he liked wrestling. So I was like, all right, you can come watch the pay-per-views with us. And then he's just been around ever since. <laughs> <laughs> he just stuck around and just never pretty left. Much. Pretty much. Like, the minute <laughs> I, I, we found out we both like wrestling... It's like, okay, now we're friends. That's how I've made a lot of my friendships. Yeah, like, me I mean, and, like me and Tater. Yeah. I've never met the kid, but we're friends because of wrestling. <laughs> yeah, I didn't have a lot of common interests with the, the Nuzcomers, but, but I loved them with all my heart. <laughs> 
I think you and I became friends when we had to work on that project together. Or like you were like, hey, can you help me with this in the studio? Yeah. Like a lot and of my. Then, and then we ended up just like always doing our projects together. Like around the same time, we'd go up to the studio and just like record at one after another. It was just, it was very easy because uh, we both could play off each other. Like if I needed someone to record a voice, be like, oh, Chanel, can you do this for me? And she'd be like, oh, yeah, EJ, you need, can you do this? And, it and just we, worked out. we had a lot of like two person recording spots. So we ended up always just like recording for each other. I'm still sad that I, I, there's a lot of audio from Nescom that I don't have anymore. Uh, like the only one I think of us that survived is the uh, Team Rocket spot that never aired, but it was just something that we did. Oh, can you send me that one? Yeah, let me uh, let me pull up my sound crit. I have a couple that Mark Nason sent me. And I have a whole bunch of just me and Ethan <laughs> when 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 we did our uh, biog. Yeah. Oh. Ashton always had some funny ones too. Oh, the fucking it, it's bad, but remember the domestic uh, abuse one Ethan made. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> there was this spot where they fucking did like a it was like a domestic abuse thing, pretty much. And like our teacher is listening to it with his <laughs> jaw wide open, like guys, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how Mark Mason graded them on that one. That one was so bad. Like the the project was, hey, you need to do a spot with a bunch of sound effects in it. <laughs> they went fucking ham. Was it just like sounds of like a man beating his wife, like that sound and stuff like that? Yeah, yeah, pretty yeah. much. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, and it was like it was like Ashton and Ethan going back and forth, like arguing and like hitting each other and you just heard like the awful sound effects in the background and it was like so brutal actually pretty hilarious <laughs> I, I don't know if i have that one specifically but i think i have like them trying to record it if oh i can i'll try God. to find it at some point you have um, to send me it if you find it so chanel i just sent the uh thing in the chat in here for the team yes. rocket one okay i'll listen to that later Oh my god. That's the one thing I, I really miss about being at the radio station is just <laughs> sitting there doing stupid, stupid stuff like that. Yeah, we always had a lot of fun when we were just like not really go by the script and just kind of ad lib as we went. Like just the outtakes alone. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, good times. Yeah, the outtakes are the best part. Oh, and then uh, Ashton and Ethan and I, we did a song. Well, try to do a song. It was called Anal. It was called what? <laughs> it was called Anal. <laughs> it was like, hey, girl, see you walking down the street looking pretty sweet. Want to meet me at the hotel room? Let's get drunk. Just something stupid like that. And like we found one of those stupid tracks, like the instrumentals on Killer Tracks, and we just started doing like a rap song. Didn't Ashton do like a lesbian sex one with like sound effects? <laughs> I think so. Like there's one, I'm sure the sound effects sounded like stirring mac and cheese. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah, there there was some there was some good gems. Good gems in there. I didn't realize he was out of the loop for that. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't he doesn't really know. He's I think him and Ethan have maybe talked once when like through Snapchat or something when we did something. But really the only person from Maine that he is Tater and my other roommate Jesse that he met for like the quick minute. Didn't we have breakfast with him? The Second time I was up there? Yeah, yeah, I think we did. How long did you stay up when you visited? Uh, we went both times. It was we, me and his brother drove up, stayed the night, and drove him back the next day. And we went to Governor's for breakfast. Nice. That Governor's was, has good breakfast. I miss Governor's. I really wish we had something like that here. 
I miss your brother farting and waking himself up. <laughs> so we were all, uh, so it was me, uh, AJ, um, the girl I was dating at the time went with us, um, and Alex. So the three of us drove up, met him up there. Your roommate wasn't there, I think, right? He, he, he might've been, but I don't remember. He might've been, I don't, I know the second time or the first time I was there, I slept in the other bed and Alex slept on the floor. The second time I slept on the floor too. And Alex was like dead asleep, but the rest of us were kind of talking and all of a sudden we just hear this loud fart and it was, we all kind of look at each other. Was that you? Was that you? And then Alex like pokes his head up. He's like, what was that? Like <laughs> Alex, you fired yourself awake like a dog. He's like, oh, okay. And then he fell back asleep. <laughs> I mean, it was loud. Like, I don't know and what that kid ate that night, but Jesus. McDonald's on the way up there. Cause we stopped at the <laughs> same McDonald's both times we went up. <laughs> oh man. Then like, awesome. driving. We were driving up there and because his mom didn't want him driving the first time. So he she asked if I would go up with him and drive the truck. She's like, I'll give you $20 if, to drive him up there. I'm like, okay. So <laughs> we went up and like, I had to go to the bathroom and it's, there's this long stretch of road where there's nothing. So I like, pulled the, start to pull the truck over and he's like having like a pan. And I was like, what, what, what was there a flat tire? What are we pulled over? I'm like, Alex, I have to pee. Calm down. <laughs> so I get out of the truck. I hop down the hill. Get back in. I'm like, you okay now? He's like, yeah, yeah, I'm good. Okay. Calm down, Spazzy. Kept on going. <laughs> yeah. It is a long stress driving through Maine. Oh my God. Maine's a long state. Yeah. I didn't realize. <laughs> I don't ever ever been to like Old Orchard. That's as far as I've gone. And then it's like another hour and a half past that. Yeah, Old Orchard is like six hours from where I am. Oh, yeah. You poor thing. <laughs> I'm like literally up north. Like I'm one of the four corners of the United States. It doesn't get more north than here. I remember uh, one time. Uh, I think you were having a show chanel at the station and i think it might have been your birthday and was it when you guys brought me chocolate cake yeah we had, uh ethan tater and ashton and i we all went to taco bell chanel couldn't come then she was doing her shift at the station we went to uh, taco bell and we're like you know what we should get chanel something so we're like oh they have a lava cake there and there was a rule we weren't supposed to have food drink in the studio but we were like fuck it so we brought her a, a bir- like a lava birthday cake <laughs> we sang her happy birthday <laughs> oh my god i remember that that was so sweet oh i know you and i talked about this before we started recording Chanel and i were also in this computers app class and there was a guy in there who no one really liked he was kind of kind of a dick <laughs> <laughs> and you can take it from here chanel <laughs> yeah so i'm just sitting down minding my own business and computer apps and this like tall ginger who's like condescending and facetious nobody liked him he just walks right up to me and he says out loud in front of the whole class he says yeah, you're definitely the hottest girl at Nuzcom, but you're not my type. And everyone just like stopped talking and looked at him and then looked at me. And I was just like, what the fuck? <laughs> that is the most backhanded compliment I've ever heard. It's like, you're really hot, but I'm not into you, so don't even try. <laughs> but it just it just came out of nowhere. And I wanted to be like, yeah, don't worry. Like, I'm not into you either. Like... <laughs> like i don't even know how, why he said that like i don't even think you were talking to him i wasn't oh. it literally came out of nowhere i wasn't even talking to the guy oh my god <laughs> nescom was weird like that there were a lot of weirdos like i i physically looked the part for nescom uh chanel you definitely were an outlier <laughs> because <laughs> No, I was no, an offense. Outcast. no offense. Like it's very much like a hello, welcome to Nashcom, like, the nerdy crowd, and that that's fine. And I'm not saying people like look like Chanel can't be nerdy or anything, 
but like you really it was, <laughs> a lot of us were like like typical like neckbeard shit so you had a lot of creepers there <laughs> typical <laughs> neckbeard shit i'm not wrong chris like picture me there's like 20 of them somewhere in fucking fedoras like oh, yeah. one of those wear fedoras no there were so many that wore fedoras uh, it was <laughs> just why because that's what nerds do do they i don't know they thought it looked cool the only time i've wore a fedora is i think there's a photo somewhere book it was like the one that we had left from i think uh burge's first marriage that one of you guys didn't want so i wore it like as a joke in one of my profile pictures i don't think it's how i didn't want i just don't think it fit because i can't get any head to for had to fit my fat head i'm guessing it's what the problem was i don't wear hats they mess up my bangs <laughs> i've <laughs> yeah, had jeans my too. whole life and i refuse to get rid of them <laughs> it's part of my quirky trademark yeah, when I think of you, I definitely think of the bangs. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a, a Zoe De Chanel type of thing. <laughs> well, it's funny looking at everybody, like how um, how much people really haven't changed. I mean, there's some certain outliers, but that's natural. But like you and Tater, you guys really haven't changed much. I think Tater's mostly just grown facial hair. Same with Ethan. Like everyone's pretty much just kind of stayed the same yeah it's true and then there's chris who has no hair and been balding since, <laughs> since birth if you hear random like barking and stuff is my dog is sleeping on my lap and she's apparently chasing a rabbit in her sleep because her leg <laughs> is going and she's barking so i'm gonna try to mute it every time but it's, it's kind of comes and goes do you have any pets Yes, I do. I have a cat, and she did meow a couple times really loud, too. Uh, I have a, a little therapy cat. Her name is Salem. She's all black with big yellow eyes. I got her, like, during college when I moved out of the dorms. So I've had her for quite a while. I got her at the Bangor Humane Society. I think I remember that, or at least you talking about it. Yep. Um... It wasn't you who had the cat in the dorm, was it? No, that was Ashton. I remember um, one of someone else had something. I think someone had like a guinea pig or something that got loose and it ended up like getting in the heater and like the whole or stunk. No. Yeah, like I, that was a bad time. Are you serious? I mean, there's a reason why they tell you don't have pets. And that, that's one of them. <laughs> a college dormitory is not the place for a pet. But now that you say that, I do remember the cat Ashton had. Yeah, it was funny because I was RA. I was like a resident assistant. Oh, I forgot I you there. were the RA for a minute. Yeah, I did it for like two or three years while I was there. Yeah, it was weird being an RA because I didn't want to get my friends in trouble. I didn't want to write anyone up. Yeah. Were you? You, you weren't. What's that? <laughs> you can't be a snitch. I, I wasn't though. I actually, I got in trouble because I didn't have any write-ups my whole year of being an RA. We should have said my floor was just so good; they didn't do anything bad. Yeah, that's basically <laughs> what I said, but it was bullshit because my floor was really bad. Because <laughs> <laughs> they knew they could get away with murder with me. <laughs> Honestly, I would have been the same way. Yeah, I mean, it was free room and board. Like, I couldn't say no to the job. I remember when uh, Albie moved out, um, I had the whole dorm to myself for, like, the rest of the semester. And it was so nice. Like, like his bed became, like, just another storage area. <laughs> <laughs> did you push the beds together and make a king-size bed? No, I did not. I didn't have sheets for that, and I wasn't buying any yeah i just had my my uh whatever there i think they were twin size beds it was nice too because my last year of being an ra they put me in the llc in the suites so i had a suite to myself oh yeah i didn't have to pay for it i was in the suites for my last semester so my 
I've had so sh- shit luck with roommates at Nescom. So the first year I went there, I had a roommate named Gabe. He was okay. We we got along for the most part. He liked the party, and I wasn't really into that at the time. So it kind of kind of butted heads over that. Uh, second year I was there, Albie and I roommates, and I was happy. I love Albie. Uh, we got along really good. Well, left uh, halfway through the semester, so I got to have the dorm to myself. Third year, I had a roommate. Roommate Jesse loved him. Good kid. We got along. Everything was fine. Then we get to my fucking senior year. Uh, can't keep a roommate. Uh, so I had this kid. I but he was such a fucking dick. So usually when I first get a roommate, I buy us pizza the first night. Just to be like, hey, happy coming back to school. Hope we can get along. Hopefully we become friends. He fucking just blew me off. He's like, I don't like pizza. I'm like, okay, can I get you something else then? No, I'm good. Okay, try and just make conversation with the kid. Um, he would fucking set his alarm for like three in the morning. It would not get up. No. Like I would fucking yell. And he would just, I don't know if he had a condition where he just can't wake up. But the fucking alarm would just blare in the early mornings, there was a couple nights where I had to fucking just sleep in my car. I couldn't deal with it. So finally I fucking talked to uh housing and uh, one of my other friends, they had an opening in their suite. So for my last semester, yeah, I went, I moved into the LLC and it was nice. Like uh, I got along with most of my roommates. There was a couple incidences here and there, but all right, we all get along. It's a much better fit than fucking dickhead <laughs> that I had for the <laughs> first part of the semester. Yeah, geez, that sounds horrible. I've had some horrible roommates, too. They were all when I was out of college, though. My college roommates were okay. But then I was an RA, so I had my own room. So I didn't have a roommate. That's the dream. If if I could do it all over again, I think I would have got the extra money and paid for a single. Um, Like, I liked rooming with Tater, and I liked having that freedom after he left. And I liked Jesse as well, but the other two were kind of just meh. It is nice living by yourself. I think the people that lived off campus all throughout college did it right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, the college dorms was part of the experience, you know? One of those things you have to do in order to get the full experience. Yeah. Uh, but it was great having you on, Chanel. Absolutely loved it. We'll have to get you back on again. Yeah, anytime. It was great being on. Thank you for inviting me. Yeah, no problem. Um, we it was usually nice do meeting these. you, Chris. You too. We usually do these every uh, Thursday. It's been the theme. So anytime you want to pop on, just let me know. Uh, Sure. Presentation. Sure. Well, that wraps up another episode of the Island Fish Podcast. As always, thank you all for listening. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. I know I always have fun making these with my buddies, and it was great to have Chanel on, and always great to have Chris here with us. Uh, Until next time, take care, spike your hair, brush your teeth, tie your shoes, wash your face, and we'll see you on the next one. Bye.